There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with L.A. Nick, Alex Brant-Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brant-Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back, kick things off, back from Europe and everything. We'll be right back with the family. Walzer Automotive introduces the new kids on the block, not the band, it's their three newest dealerships. Experience the Walzer Way at Wyzetta Nissan on 394 or Walzer Polar Chev and Walzer Polar Mazda on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake. I've had all three general managers on the podcast, and I can honestly say that Mike, John, and Brett are some of the finest car people in the seven-county Mosquito Control District. This month, in addition to great deals, they're searching for used cars and will pay Kelly Blue Book Excellent, whether you trade or sell outright. Some reconditioning can apply, so please, no flood cars from Apple Valley. So... If you're shopping for a new or used Chevy, Mazda, or Nissan, check out the new kids on the block. Don't tell them Tom sent you. Just show up and be amazed. That stuff never works anyway. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I I appreciate that. Um, But I guess the key is is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. That works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Saddle again. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I like that. You get it. I'm back. Yeah. I just want to, before anybody says anything, mm-hmm. Dad commented on my outfit when he walked in. He said, thanks for dressing up for the podcast. 
The guy that usually wears pants that look like undies <laughs> commented I'm on my I'm not saying I dress up for it. I just said... I'm wearing khaki shorts. I said thanks for dressing up. And I was then you were being sarcastic. I was being sincere. You're being sarcastic. I was not being sarcastic. And you wear shorts that look like undies. Yes. And he won't stop you either. Can't comment about. Mom and I have oh, talked about paying an actor. You guys carry this for oh two God. minutes. Wow. I have to do it. Sweet. <laughs> All right, we can rip on his outfit. His, yeah. Okay, so he's got this white hair. <laughs> yes. Of what looks like sort of bicycle shorts. So he calls but they them, really look calls, like underwear. I've seen him wear them before. He calls them weightlifting shorts. <gasps> I know. Which, which is he like, doesn't, what? He doesn't lift weights. You don't lift so weights, and why do you need why shorts would you even wear specifically? White shorts? They, do look, okay. they do look like boxers. So he yeah, was wearing like those nonstop in Florida, and finally I was like, I got it. I you know, he won't listen to me because I'm just a, you know, mere woman wife. So I'm like, I'm in the elevator with another guy. And I'm like, well, you, what do you think of those shorts? Do you think they look like underwear? And he's like, the guy says, yeah, they totally look like underwear. <laughs> Did that stop Tom from wearing nope. them? No. He wore the black ones in here. and well, the, the black guy was, ones aren't as bad. But then the guy but, was like, what's with the shorts? But then he wears the ginormous shirt over the little tiny undie pants. The it's like, ones, what are you though, trying to yeah, look are like, you doing They're here? weightlifting shorts. It's like, you don't lift weights, so why do you? And why would anyone need specific weightlifting shorts? Yeah, it's not like he goes to the gym on a daily basis. And, and even people that do, it's not like. doing squats and stuff. Yeah. But you can just wear gym you shorts. You have to wear, wear weird undie shorts. <laughs> well, they're, they're supportive. Ugly. They're terrible. Yeah. My, we've talked about hiring somebody to just go up to him on the street and be like, "Sir, do you need some help? <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're lost. Do you need oh. Do you need an outfit? <laughs> do you need pants? Right. Sir? Do you need real pants? Are you homeless? Because he just wears the weirdest crap. I know, but it's so fun I to watch know. men who are fashionably challenged. Oh my gosh, that's so bad. <laughs> well, you're talking about a man that wore nothing but Zubas for five, six years? Yeah. A good year after yeah. they were already way out? Puts his, puts and not his, ironically, no. either. Like, these are my his, fashion He, he, he puts his energies to different things, you know? Doesn't want to think like, about. But what I love is he's on other people's attire but, that yeah, looks perfectly but he, normal. But he's super judgmental about everybody. Of course else. he is. Look yeah. at that guy with his hat on backwards. <laughs> he's probably hating on you because you're wearing your hat. Well, I have to with headphones. I know, it's but that just he'll be like constantly. What's that guy wearing? What's this guy? <laughs> what is she doing over there? It's like I know. Um, it's like, she sounds like my dad. You're running I, around in undies. Yeah, sounds like my dad. And a giant. And a my dad's shirt, worried yeah, about everyone else. A nightgown shirt. That's my dad. Yeah. That's my dad. He worries about everyone else. That's how I, yeah. That's like, what's that woman doing over there? What's she doing? What's he does. doing? Yeah. What's, yeah. Why is she wearing that? Oh, my God. Dan exactly is like ridiculous that. about, like, people. <clears throat> we'll be out to dinner, and I'll be, like, talking to what? him, and then he'll look at me, and he's like, are you hearing what's going on at this next table? Oh, that's I'm my like, dad. I'm like, no. That's I'm my father. I'm paying attention to you. Or, and he's, yeah. like, or, he's like, this yeah. couple is arguing about blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, so you haven't been listening to anything I'm saying. No, of course not. You're listening to their conversation. And he's always just like, Look at this! Yeah, look at that woman. What's your? What's you? What do you think her deal? I'm like, oh my god. That's my dad. We're sitting there looking at each other, and Tom will say, "Is that a toupee? Do you think?" I'm like, where are we? <laughs> That's my dad. Well, I'm, I'm not kidding. There was a guy 
Okay, <laughs> it was definitely hat. a gigantic toupee. <laughs> but it but it literally sat this high on his yeah. head, and then it hung like this far up. <laughs> he was overcompensating. Like, what are you doing? Oh, his, <laughs> his toupeeist wasn't the best. That's my father, too. He, he, he picks on every single person he sees. I'm not picking on I'm just pointing you out your hair looks like people shit. You crazy. Yeah. For somebody that wears underwear, pants, shorts. <laughs> yeah, undies. I know. Today you're not. Today you're not. Yay! And you're wearing a shirt that and you're fits. Wearing a shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shirt that you got dressed all by his sale. Dad, I need you to know that you look smaller when you wear shirts that fit. Everybody tells When you wear that. giant shirts, you look bigger than yeah. you are. But I have lots of giant shirts. We yeah. got but rid they of. Are more comfortable. Oh my God. We got rid of five garbage bags, lawn and leaf bags full of. Oversized clothing. We did. So some of them where the did you keep on. these? I thought we went through everything. He's hoarding <laughs> giant. Where are they? He's got a hidden secret he closet. He has a stash. By the way, everybody told me that that you posted a bunch of pictures. Is that right? I did. <coughs> everybody said I look like I lost another thirty pounds. Why do I look skinny in those pictures? I didn't see any of them. You have only a helmet, one, you have I, a helmet. I use I use the thin filter. It's only one picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Actually, there's, there's two, two pictures of you. There's two pictures of you. One, one of you, you looking really weird by a fireplace. Fire pit. Remember you wanted fireplace. me to take a picture of you standing at the fireplace. And you look like the place might so blow at any moment. And you looked you didn't look happy. No. I was very happy. We had a great time. I know, time. but in that in that particular picture, he, he doesn't happy. really smile for photos. He, he looks happy when you two are hugging, though. Oh, yes, well, that's good. Brittany said that that's legitimately <laughs> one of the cutest pictures she's ever seen. Is you which two one? hugging? Oh, it was the greatest one I posted. I'm, try, wearing, I'm trying to do like a. But you had helmets on. Couple of days of oh, oh, so the biking was, thing. Yeah, you're wearing a helmet that Fawn has, almost that exact same helmet. Really? She's like, I have that helmet. I'm like, you and Bob Bob man. Well. Did you tell him yet about the very first bike ride? No, we haven't we talked a, about our trip at all. We were, we're only talking, talking about your underwear pants. That's all she talked about. Your underwear pants. It's weightlifting pants. It's not underwear. And you being judgmental of everybody else's clothing. As yeah. opposed to you being just mental. All your weightlifting. Yeah, this must be beat up on Tom Day, huh? See, we're even back. Welcome back. It's all got to come out. I spent nine days. We're back to beating Tom to a pulp. No, but we... The first day, we, we were going to go, well, we were in Luzerne the first couple of days. I mean, the first day on the boat. Luzerne, by the way, have you ever, you ever been to Luzerne? I have. In Switzerland? Oh, oh my so God, is pretty. it beautiful. It's, it's a lot ca- like Banff and Lake yeah, Louise in Canada. Has anybody ever been to Lake Pepin down in Redding? <clears throat> Lake Pepin's gorgeous. Too. I've been in that area. I haven't been so, to you know, Lake So Pepin. the river goes down and then mm-hmm. forms this gigantic lake. That's what the Rhine does at Lake yeah. Luzerne. It just oh, all okay. of a sudden is this gigantic oh, she's gone. It looks like a lake. You're gone. I'm gone? No, no you're not. I can't hear well, maybe you. Maybe your headphones well, died. Can you hear me? <clears throat> maybe you're Anyway, correct. how do mm-hmm. I Where know? were we? I don't remember. You were talking about oh, Lake Luzerne and, and the oh, Rhine. Okay, yeah, so it just it, it feels sort of like that, except for you're on the foothills of the Alps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just Did you really, guys take really the cool. cable car all the we way did. up? We did. We took the, the gondola up, yep. and we took the cog train down, mm-hmm. and then we took a boat <clears throat> on Lake Luzerne back yeah. to the train. It was really great. <laughs> the train back That's to... pretty awesome. It was, it was really wonderful. Good. It was a whole day trip, I'm, nine, I'm a little, uh, nine hours. I'm a little sketchy on heights, but... The, 
cable car, so okay, the gondola. It's yeah, right. it's fine. That yeah. cog train was pretty awesome. A couple times where you drop, you're like, oh. Oh, it's only yeah. 7,000 feet That's, down. You are high. <laughs> and, you have to, and you have to get on another one. I know, you have to get I, off and go I on another it. one because it's Yeah, because it, so it's high. two stages, no yeah. I did. I did the Austrian Alps and then the Swiss Alps, and it's, it's you switch to the platform and yeah. you keep going up. And a couple of times where you drop, though, I don't like that. Yeah. The dropping. I don't like the dropping, man. I know. So the the first bike ride we did that was the tour. What was that tour? <sighs> where were we? I don't remember. It was the Getting... first day. So we ride our bikes twenty two miles, and they said, "Okay, we're going to go up the mountain now." It's like what? Yeah, no thanks. Well, they <laughs> were e bikes at least. At oh, least okay. they were. But they didn't work for me. I was too big. Didn't have enough power. They didn't have enough power. They didn't help me at all. Well, I'm glad they helped me because I wouldn't have gotten up that freaking mountain. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. It was really more exercise don't. anyway. There was an older it. woman that didn't look like she did a lot of biking. I'm no. feeling older and every day. God help her. She did, she did it. She had to stop a couple of times. Yeah, she, she did. She was really... She I did a good job, though, I thought. Heart attack. Oh, the God. one thing I will tell everybody is it. we went to Switzerland and then Germany and then France and then back to Germany and then to Holland. Everybody, 185 people could not have been nicer, including the 55 people on the boat. It was 230 people, excuse me, 240 people. Every person was very pleasant. They didn't want to talk about politics. They didn't want to complain about anything. It was the nicest getaway we've had in quite some except time. for the one jerk oh that guy, one jerk italian guy from philadelphia <laughs> who looks like my friend kenny he yeah he's an italian guy from philadelphia yeah, yeah. so you know what he says so, we're in this palace built by an archbishop a, yeah it's one of those unesco heritage right, sites so right. i mean the united nations has decided that this is a worthy right. building to stay up that so, everybody yes. should see which is it's gorgeous right. i mean the it's so ornate. I mean the the ceilings and the walls and yeah. the whole it's just unbelievable. So this Italian guy, your cousin probably <laughs> it's just like Kenny Fulvari. Goes up and he says, So let me ask you a question. So all of this here is paid by the people's taxes, isn't it? And she goes, Yeah, yes it is. Or was. And what still is. It's actually. a museum. It's now. still supported it has to be by kept up. Has to be kept up, yeah. Right. But people have to pay to go in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So he says so all of this from the taxpayers' money, huh? I feel very bad for your citizens. Shut up. In exchange, recently when I was in Germany, I had a guy from the, I believe he's from Sweden. No, he's from he's from uh, Switzerland. No, he's from uh, one of those uh, Sweden, yes, Switzerland, right Swaziland, Estonia. Oh, Estonia, okay. He's from Estonia. So not at all. And not at all. He said, he said to me, Nordic. I would be embarrassed to be an American today. Oh, nobody right. did that to us. Nobody. Well, we were on, everybody on our boat was American except for a Four couple Four people. From Mexico City and, and Mexico Canada. City. And I said, yeah, your economy's oh. doing real well, isn't it? So yeah, really kicking American. ass. Yeah. So. He said you'd be embarrassed to be an American. He goes, I'd be embarrassed to tell anybody I was an American. I'm embarrassed really? to be an Are American. Did you tell him, hey, you're going to be embarrassed to tell people you don't have any teeth? <laughs> be embarrassed that you're broke? <laughs> be I've been to broke. Estonia. Estonia is a very tiny country that has been taken over by Russia about 455 yep. well, times. It's like what. one week we're Russia, the next they invaded on a weekly basis the just Estonia. for fun. Are really proud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eastern Europeans are very, very uh, patriotic I'd, people. I'd say that most everybody in Europe is also. Eastern Europe, even more, though. 
Europe's changing hard. West Europe is, I mean, West Europe, the countries don't really have much of an identity anymore in the cities. They identify as European, not as German or French. The only larger city we went to was um, Cologne. And it was just... It well, w- it's the fourth largest city in in Germany, in Germany. Yeah. and Third. broken bottles everywhere. I was going to say, how many times did you have to get treated it's for hepatitis? It's trash all over. Yeah. I'm like, cities are, no, to trash. me, they're over. I'm, yeah, they're I'm over cities. Terrible. I'm over. Yep, they've ruined basically all yeah. of them. There's, There's a couple Italians. left that are okay. He missed it. What? I said, too many Italians. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, I actually knew two Estonians. They went to high school with them. Annalise and Tumas Bonus. That was I'll never forget their name. His name was not Thomas either, it was Tumas. Nice guy, very nice guy. And his sister was beautiful, as a matter of fact. But I didn't talk politics with him. It was at North High School. So I think they should have a new rule. Remember the old military rule with if you're gay, don't tell don't don't ask, don't, ask, don't, don't tell. tell. Right. That should be the new thing with politics. Don't ask, don't tell, don't say a word. Wouldn't Nobody talked nice? about it the whole trip. We met some of the nicest people ever. There were people there from Eugene, Oregon, New York City, from uh, Jackson, Mississippi, from Orlando, Florida, from San Diego, Cal. All over the United States could not have been nicer. My mother-in-law nicer. right now is on a river cruise in Russia, and she says, this, nice. and we just talked to her yesterday morning. Oh, her phone must have worked, unlike mine. Well, she does face through Facebook. You can talk right through Facebook My free didn't work anywhere the whole in the world. Time. No, and she 8, said, thousand calls every time. <laughs> she said everybody's super nice. She's on a boat with they two, were. with two hundred people. Unbelievably nice people. No well, politics. I don't, I don't no think, complaining. I don't nothing. think most people are on vacation to carry on their problems everywhere they go. No, no, there's some people they don't stop, man. No, a lot That's of people true. don't stop. Yeah. Like this people guy. that we know like that they just guy. don't yeah. stop. They're yeah. every day That's on social true. media just hammering away, man. Like, don't you have a lot? Li- I feel like saying, don't you have a life to do? Don't you have shit to do? Nope. One of my favorite new things of the day, though, is I got back and, and AOC called, Nance uh, called, uh, I don't remember who the hell said it. But apparently Pelosi and... No, not Amy Klobuchar. AOC and Nancy Pelosi are in this pissing match, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And somebody called it a cat fight. Yeah. uh, We've always heard that it was a cat fight. It said in the article, in every article I've seen, it says, as the Republicans say, a cat fight. Mm. Republicans? Like, everybody said that. No, listen. They were all Democrats where I grew up. I'll give you a better one. So somebody, a girl in Minneapolis... Got a tattoo this week. Oh, Hashtag AOC on her arm. That's oh, going to age poorly. Big. And I said, I just commented, I have a feeling you're going to regret that decision. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you what, I got hammered for it. Well, people don't like to be told that they made a bad decision. Not, no, there she, are didn't no. Hammer, she didn't hammer me. Well, She but, didn't say a word. You know, it'd be great. You should jump on there today and go, it's actually AOL, not AOC. <laughs> <laughs> I That'd just be don't wonderful. think that she's a bright enough she's human being to admire. She's going to be gone in yeah. very short time. I was going to say, it's going to be one of those bright. people that it's like a flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. Well, Pelosi doesn't like you. You got no shot in the Democratic <laughs> Party, yeah. I'll tell you that. People don't realize how powerful Nancy Pelosi oh, is. Oh, she's a very powerful person. Yeah. Very we'll powerful. take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this super ID I've been hearing about? 
Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. What the hell is this? Guess what movie it's from. Home in Germany? What? Nashampoon's European Vacation. Oh, European Vacation. There you go. It's called Dancing Across the USA. I love I love that movie. And, oh, my God. I like those movies anyway. And that's what I pictured, like, you and Catherine over there. I'm thinking Clark and, <laughs> you know, Clark Griswold and Ellen Griswold. Then you say, here. hey, bro, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, that's right. It's not a guy. Hey, bro. Or bro or bro ham. Which one did he say? Hey, bro. Hey, bro, what it is. Hey, bro, what it is. <laughs> I say bro a lot. Holmes, that's right. He goes, hey, bro, what it is, I've been Holmes. trying not to do it. What, yeah. bro? Yeah, I, I say it a lot. Because you know this is my been, generation. You know, I've never called someone. I've never used this term to call somebody this. Dude. Dude. I've yeah, never called anyone my, a dude. My generation was bro. Uh, yeah, bro. I had a friend who had a boyfriend that called her dude. Oh, time, God. I was like, this guy oh, needs God. to go away. You need to de-dude. There you go. Oh, dude. Actually, you know what? I think I know girls who call girls dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A girl's calling girls dude is fine, but this guy sucked. Yeah, dude was was right after me. That was right after my generation. So we have three women and three. What? We were supposed to have a guest. No. You're not going to be on? Oh, John. Oh, at 1145. 1145. It's 1125. That's right. It is. I'm sorry. Well, apparently, I'm happy because it's 1140 now. I know. I'll give him a call. Hold on. Well, we're also. We started late. Oh, that's right. We did start late. Yeah. That's what's. John W. Whitehead. Um. One thing I did really enjoy the only political statement they were they were tagged you know there's a lot of graffiti in in your, in your oh, yeah. tons man tons, yeah. of tons of it and the one of my, my favorite was my favorite season is fall the fall of the patriarch oh my god oh yeah <laughs> hashtag yeah, a lot of graffiti man the there's a ton of graffiti there except unless you get up in the north Germany there's not much up there no. But Italy's got a lot of graffiti. Yeah. Well, that yeah. Middle Rhine River area, that was where it's like you just open up your little curtain from your little barge, and there's there's a castle. Look to the right. There's a castle. Look 
farther to the right. There's another castle. There's like 47 castles. 45. Once, 45, you, once yeah. you've seen two of them, you've seen them all. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, the churches, though. My God, those churches, churches are spectacular. beautiful. Oh. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's yeah. almost unbelievable. You, and you can't capture it on, on a picture. No. It's impossible. No, you can't. Now, yeah. Don't even bother taking a picture because I you can't know. get it. No, you can't get you it. You can't get it. Right. Here's what I understand. And maybe, you know, Alex and Andy and L.A. Nick can explain this. This cathedral was built starting in 1205. This was in Cologne. How did they get those bricks 100 feet in the air? I think they made them up there. They they did it with manpower. Oh, my God. You tie a a brick to a rope, you toss the rope over a beam. People died. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, a lot of people died. People died building this stuff. There was a really good book about a guy that built a church. I can't remember the name of it. It's really good. John... We're talking about Hello. building cathedrals, and we just got, my wife and I just got back last night from a tour of Western Europe and the cathedrals. Have you ever been there, John? Yes, I have. I've been to Paris. All, yep. You believe those churches? I don't know how, some, like I said, some were started in 1200, how they got all that stuff, all that manpower. It must have been thousands of people. Oh, and the there. architecture. It's not like the robot stuff I see today in cities. <laughs> no, the, uh, it's not. Square buildings. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. I hate right. those things. <laughs> oh, you're absolutely right about it. It's just it's wonderful. Beautiful architecture, yes. John, it's interesting uh, that we have you on today. John W. Whitehead, the essence of evil, sex with children has become big business in America, particularly apparently in the state of Minnesota, which I didn't even know. Well, didn't you just read that, Catherine, a couple of days ago that the state of Minnesota has as one of the highest rates of, of uh, sex, slavery, and children? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. We're one of the number one states in America. It's t- How did sex that happen? Yeah. It was just a big bust this week. Yeah. It was, yeah, yes. it was a huge bust. So, John, the uh, um, what's the guy's name again? Uh, Epstein? Oh, yeah, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey trouble. Epstein. Yeah. What amazes me, John, is you take having sex with children, basically, certainly young, young women, girls, actually. Yeah. And, and here's what the news does, John. On Fox, you'll see that one of his best friends is Bill Clinton, and on CNN, you'll see that one of his best friends is Donald Trump. Yep. It's like, just tell the truth. They both knew him, right? A lot yeah, of people they, knew him. They a just, lot of people knew him. They Kevin want, Stacey was best friends with him. A lot of people hung out with him. Anything they can use to push their agenda, they will, no matter how but despicable. It's they, they say Kevin Spacey took care. the most trips with him. That doesn't shock uh, me at all. Okay. John, how did you make it through writing this uh, this piece? Because it, man, the essence of you. I've, I've been writing on it for years. I'd say 10, 12 years. I started uh, seeing it when I saw the Super Bowls. You know, the Super Bowl, yeah. wherever, it's, wherever yeah. it's located at, is a major sex trafficking industry every year. It's When I first uh, got tipped off to it by some people inside the government, you know, and the intelligence agencies, by the way, the CIA, CIA, NSA, they all knew it. They've known it for a long time. And the question is, since they know so much about it, why they let it go on? And they have. Right. But, uh, yeah, I started writing it years ago when I noticed that the some of the stories that were popping about all the sex trafficking at the Super Bowl. And then mm-hmm. the more I researched it, my wife, Nisha, researched it, who works with me, we saw that, wow, Florida, Minnesota, California, New York, Policeman doing it, yeah. you know, pulling yeah. a kid over a cop. I don't know where it was that recently, but a cop pulled a woman over and made her do oral sex with her one-year-old boy. What? Uh, this is this. You know, again, oh. it's it, it's permeating every inch of society. The Catholic Church is routinely catching. Uh, Protestant pastors have been caught now doing it. 
Well, it's been going on it's, since the beginning of time. We have yeah. a total breakdown in our, well, I would say, moral structure, which is uh, evidence of a collapse. I've, you know, I've written over 30 books. My last several books, you know, I've, yeah, I look at this stuff and I talk about it. Uh, you know, Rome was the same way. Rome collapsed. I was, I was just going to say thing. that. I was just going to say that. It's kind of the end of the Roman Empire. They. It's the Roman Empire. Yeah. We are the Roman Empire now. Yeah, we it's, are. It's going to collapse. You know, the Roman Empire, you know, Caligula, the Roman Caesar, went through the streets masturbating on a chariot and people yeah. cheered. Yeah. It's, uh, it's true. I mean, porn. I, women talk to me today and say, my, son, my husband stays up to three in the morning watching porn. And I'm saying, why don't you kick him in the butt? Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, it's become but so normalized. That, I mean, that's uh, the problem. We turned an eye to it. You know, in the great Stanley Kubrick with his movie Eyes Wide Shut, he tried to reveal what was going on uh, in the top hierarchy of society. And yep. six days after the movie was finished, he was he was found dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very powerful Ooh. industry. It uh, permeates every society, Saudi Arabia. It's everywhere. Um, but in a country that was based on Judeo-Christian principles, uh, I would say, where have we gone? What's happened? And it's everywhere, but people turn a blind eye to it. Even when I, we do the articles, even when it comes out in the news, people look at it and go, well, it couldn't really be that bad. Really? No, it is. Well, this, if you read my article, uh, and it's all footnoted, The Essence of Evil, it's a $9.5 billion annual business. God. I mean, girls as young as four years old. I mean, one four-year-old uh, recounted having her vagina expanded so that the guys could have sex with her. Oh, God. Uh, 36% of uh, kids trafficked are boys. Yeah, boys are so, more... It's, well, it's an evil... It's Like I call it, the essence of evil is the, is the reason I gave the title to the commentary on that was because it is the essence of evil. We're destroying our young people. When I see these young kids now today twerking on Facebook and stuff like yeah. that... And their parents are watching it. I'm saying, what in the heck is going through your mind, mom and dad? Where are they getting these kids? And again, the pedophiles are watching it. They're snatching girls off of driveways, pimps, pimps, cruise malls to find kids, and they go disappearing. And sometimes they find they find them washed up in lakes, their arms cut off in the middle of fields and stuff like that. And, and I, remembered. I've seen these people so, work; they're relentless. They'll find a young, insecure girl, and mm-hmm. they will every day tell her how beautiful she is, and they'll eventually get her. They will. I'm telling you, God. these people are relentless evilness. But you know, people inside the industry have come out and said they, a lot of the girls are put in cages; they're not given food. And that creates a phenomenon called multiple personality disorder, where right. they, they don't know who they are or why they exist, basically. And, you know, that's uh, <laughs> goes back to some former government programs that did the same thing. But what I'm saying here is the NSA day, we live in a total surveillance state. Again, if people go to our website at runfit.org and read my articles on that, the government knows what's going on. Why aren't they doing anything about it? Why don't they care? I think they're involved. A lot that's of them why. are involved in it. That's why. Listen, I, I've, I've had uh, former senators tell me, you know, when I was a young lawyer, uh, did some work in D.C., filed lawsuits and that things against politicians. Uh, I had uh, some senators said, hey, you wouldn't believe what goes on in this town, John Whitehead. And they told me some stories about some key senators dancing in tutus and having sex and oral sex and all that. And I'm going, oh, I could, I mean, at the time I looked at him and said, you're not, so that couldn't be true. But it is true. It permeates the highest parts of government, and it's, it's a government that allows it to happen. 
Otherwise, they'd be cracking down on it. Why are they sitting and watching it? Well, it's one—it's the oldest evil in the world. I mean, it's been around since the beginning of man. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's going to be hard to stop it. Nobody cares about kidnapped children that are enslaved? You know, you know Nobody many, cares no about these kids? No one does anything. Do you know how many kids are missing just in America? And that's in America. We're the lowest number. Go to countries like Russia, and it's, it's in the yeah, millions. It is. Yeah. Well, there's that famous case out of England where they knew that there was a, a underage sex ring going on, but they didn't do anything about it because they were afraid of being labeled racist. So they let it go on for something like six, what? seven years. Where was yeah. that? Uh, it was in northern England. I don't remember. God, it's unbelievable. I'm sure I can find Maybe it. You have well, like one of the key Arabia things we've lost in our society is empathy. We don't seem to be able to well, that's look true. at another person and care for them. Rockdale and, uh, in Manchester. I think that... Overlooking this, I think any president, any senator that walks by this and doesn't do anything is just as evil as the people doing it. I'm sorry. You can't turn a blind eye to this. No, you're absolutely and, right. And uh, they're doing it. I'm going to keep, keep you know, writing about it and screaming about it. But And you know, people at your local level, I'm telling people, listen, uh, we're preparing some materials right now where people can go there, send a letter to their local city council and make their you know, cops and the city council start trying to root it out in their own communities, but what people are going to find out is it is in their local communities, and the people behind it a lot of times are government agents. Well, that's, well that's I'll tell you, I, had, I actually had a personal experience, me and Nancy Motherhalf. We saw a guy, it was a, it was a just-finished snowy day where they just finished plowing, so everybody's cars were really dirty, and there was a brand-new shiny pickup truck with a camper, with a camper closer, you know, that closes right, flat. Right. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy who literally looked like a pimp. He had that real long jacket down to the ground with the hat and the feather. <laughs> and he was, he was sitting there screaming at the pickup truck bed. And me and Nancy were like, what's this, this guy crazy? And he's screaming at the pickup, pickup truck bed, just screaming at it, like shut, saying to shut up and stuff to it. And he gets back in the truck, and as he gets in the truck, the back opens, and these two girls come rolling out and run. And I jump, grab my cameras to take pictures. Well, there's like four or five other girls in the back of this oh, truck. Oh, God. And it has Texas plates, and I got a picture of the license plate. Call the cops. Absolutely nothing, man. They didn't care less. Really? Nope, they didn't care. John, here. I don't know if you know, I was the attorney that defended Paula Jones, and we sued Bill Clinton, and we won a million-dollar judgment against yep, him. But, yep. uh, I mean, the women were lined up. And you know who was the, his biggest champion at the time? All the women's groups now and stuff saying, oh, yeah. really, he's the best thing we've got. And I, I was looking at some of the women. <laughs> he's the best thing you've got? Come on. I know. And they backed him. And they were they were saying why why was I picking on him? I wasn't picking on him. Picking there on was, him. <laughs> there were so many, so many women lined up. That's why they settled out of court. Hillary did, by the way. Hillary ran the White House, and uh, it's of course she did again. <laughs> we the, the women's groups were looking the other way, and now they should be screaming. It's young girls. Don't you care about young girls? I feel the same way about the immigration problem coming up from Mexico. There are so many girls that are being yep. and, and boys that yep. are are being brought up yep. for that's what we think the industry these, the, too, the, and nobody cares. They're being, nobody they're cares. being sold. The people yes, we are. saw, we uh. think they were from South America. It is so. Um, it's a it's a it's a great menace, and uh, you know it's. Again, people should go to our website at rutherford.org and read The Essence of Evil and uh, look at that and say they should get so mad they get a group together and go down to your local city council and demand action on this thing right away and investigations because, as you, as you say, it's happening all over the country. 
It all amazes over the world. me, John. See, yeah. there are two things I would tell you, or I would ask you, I should say. I don't understand what the great thrill is having sex with a child anyway. I mean, these are some of the most powerful people in the country, uh, in Washington, yeah. D.C. They already have all this power. What is it that attracts them to having sex with an, an underage girl? I, I don't, or a boy for that matter. It's because they can do something that no one else it's can. A pow- it's power. It's oh, really it's power. It's power. Uh, they, they get off on the energy of kids for some reason. I've read some of the Ugh. former uh, kids talk about it. There's a, a weird energy cycle, and I don't quite understand it. I'm researching that now. Um, it's, but, you know, it, it's power. It's men and men who think they can do anything they want to do. I think they have and, a DNA uh, you know, tag. Some of, the, some, some of the traffic girls, they're forcing them to have babies. Uh, so they're new and they're then ready yeah. to help, you know, let the, the woman who's uh, become a trafficker, traffic woman to raise the kid in, the, in that environment. And it just continues. It just continues. It I just wonder continues. if there's a DNA, DNA marker for these type of people, because I can't comprehend it in any way. No. So there has to be something different about these people who do this. So they must have some kind of DNA marker in their DNA that you could <clears throat> They could very well, yeah. It. DNA does uh, alter based on what happens, and it could be very much that way, yes. Because none of us can comprehend it, right? I mean, no, we can't I'm comprehend it. You're feeling mild, mildly ill. Some right. people think it's a sexual preference. But a listen, we preference. all know yeah, human like nature, if it isn't checked, goes nuts. Some think and that. we're not checking it anymore, so... John, you're Not a stronger more. man than I. Yeah, you, you I be able to stomach it. <laughs> you're, a, you're a strong man. I appreciate all your work. And please do stay in touch. I'd love to talk to you more about this because this is insane to me. It is insane. John W. Whitehead, uh, The Essence of Evil, Sex with Children has become big business in America. You can go to rutherford.org slash John underscore Whitehead. John, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. We'll be back. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Oh, I like it. Jamie's got a gun and they shoot every column. Politicians are the scum of the earth. 
They pretty, really are. Pretty much. They pretty much are the no, scum of the earth. They don't even care about the law anymore. All, no. they, all they care about is dancing around in their, you know, on YouTube. But you know what? That's all the, they care about. The news media allows I think them to might do be it. more scum. Yeah, they're even scummier <laughs> than politicians. That's true. I could not believe that, that Russians, I mean, excuse me, Republicans call it a cat fight. Republicans? Yeah. Everybody did. No, I can't believe that these people don't care about these poor kids. I know. It's just, I mean... Don't they have a soul? But here's here here's my here's my what I'm the most mind blown about. Just three months ago, the whole Democratic Party said it was a hoax. There was no people. Yeah. There was no crisis at the border. There was no yeah, kids at the right. border. That's there right. was nobody there. It was a it's Nazi made conspiracy up by Trump. theory. Yeah, it's all made up. There's nobody there. And now, after he said, "Trust me, thousands of them are coming. They're coming. We can't do anything with them." We can't do anything with them. And then they blocked the amount of beds. They blocked that funding. Right. They blocked everything. So now, yeah, we're in a crisis. And now they're going to complain about it after they stopped every single thing. I know. And they, they want, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to get political, but they did do that. Everybody well, wants did, people yeah. to, you know, have decent services and be treated like, you know, a human being. But if you won't fund it. And everybody's going to remember. How are you going to do anything? Nobody's being held captive. You can go home. Yeah, you're. That's they true. are allowed to go home, right? So just go back home. You're not being held captive. You're allowed to go home. So are things so bad at home by comparison, they can't be that bad. Well, some countries they're that bad. Well, I suppose you go down into some places like in El Salvador and all. It's all gangs, man. And that's why I think we should put our money is go down there and fix that problem. Well, I've often wondered about that. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take that $150 billion back from Iran and put it in Central America, build up, because it'd be stolen, that's why. Because the, the corrupt people in Central America would steal the, the money. Have you seen the assets they're getting from El Chapo right now? I know. The money, do you see the n- numbers? What is it, $12 billion or something? It is astronomical, man. It's $12 billion. <laughs> How could you mess up and get caught he's if got wa- $12 He's billion? got buildings, that all the walls are full of cash, man. They're yep. full. Yep. Full of cash. Wish I had that problem. Yeah, well, it's a different... Uh, he didn't have any more places to hide it. Just start yeah. putting the... He had so much money, he couldn't even hide it anymore. He had to have it made into stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> he was having furniture made just to hide money. You know, that's where Epstein is now, right? No. He's in the same, same place as Del Chapo. Chapo yeah. Oh, really? So I hope you two kids get along really well. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was just a story about a... An abandoned boat that had millions of dollars yeah. sitting in yep. it. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that story. So I have to get everybody's opinion on this. So much money. We have three men, well, two men and three women, because I already covered this story on the morning show. But there was a woman. Andy, will you look up the story so you can read the story? There's a woman who was on a beach topless. And it's a very big story now because a, a, a woman came with her two little kids and said it was illegal. And she said, no, it's not illegal. And there's this big argument now. Uh, I think it's on Newser. It was on Newser this morning. But what do you what do you, do you think, because men can be topless at the beach, that women should be able to be topless at the beach, too? I mean, I personally couldn't care one way or the other. Um, Whatever. I, I've been in beaches in Italy. And, and the East Coast of Italy has different rules. If you're under 16 you're, it was, and you're a girl, you can be topless. Right. If you're over 16, you have to wear a top. Oh. So little girls are allowed to be topless. Right. Undeveloped. Yeah, that makes sense, um, I guess. I don't know. I think it's, it makes all of it makes me kind of uncomfortable. 
Because yeah, I understand because it's unusual. If you just look through, if you just happen to look over there, and then somebody's going to say, "Oh, he's looking at that little girl." Like, I don't know. It's it just to me, it's. I got to be honest put with your you. Top on. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I've met some men in the time of the five hundred pounders. Got bigger breasts oh, than I any agree. woman oh, I've ever met. I, I see them all the time on the beaches in Italy. <laughs> Those things I, are gigantic. I guess if you know what you're getting into, like I wouldn't bring my kid to a topless beach. No. And there's plenty of nude beaches. Too. And, and not because yeah, I'm a prude are. or whatever. I just don't want to deal with all the questions and the what's this and what's that. I just don't want to. And I just think, I'm sorry, but I just, what kind of adult wants to be nude in front of kids that aren't know. your own kids well, or I any kid? I mean, that. it's just kind I mean, of it just creepy. Makes me uncomfortable. It's creepy. Yeah, I agree. I'm not into it at all. I could understand. We that. got naked people all over the place in Minneapolis parks, and Did nobody you find cares it, about them either. No, you didn't find it. Nope. Not that I can't say I didn't see some beautiful naked women on the beaches of Italy, but it's just not the right place. Right. Just I don't know. It just made made me uncomfortable. I couldn't find it either. But I did find a, a mother of the year who was a mom caught driving with her kids in a rooftop pool. Roof she as put in one the of car. those inflatable. On, on top, top of, of the car? And had her kids in it. Well, she's <laughs> an idiot. She should, okay. She should, she should be put right in jail. Oh, stupidity. She was. She, she was arrested. Stupidity jail. This was in Illinois. I, okay. Oh, not in Florida. Yay. <laughs> Finally, not that in Florida. Like a Florida. Yeah. It sounds like a Florida oh, yeah. story, though. It does, absolutely. It absolutely does. Uh. There was a, uh, a delivery guy, a bike delivery guy in Schlossburg, France, when we were over there. And... Uh, well, you can just edit this out because I have to say, it. on his left ca- calf, there were tattoos. One on his left calf, one on his right calf. On the left calf was tattooed "fuck," and on the right tattooed "tattooed off." Hmm. And he rides down the street, and the happy, happy kids man. could see it, all the rest of it, and nobody cared. I do. He, I see cared. people wearing shirts with the F word on it, and it really, really bothers me. Well, I understand it because it has no place in society. I've seen somebody in a, in a public space recently with a shirt that had said yeah. F something. I've seen that with a dad with kids, so with his little kids. Disrespectful. It's just, I just saw pictures of a photo shoot that, like, a mom and dad did with their newborn baby, and the dad is wearing a shirt that said, You can't drink all day unless you start in the morning. Right. That was what he chose to wear for his child's newborn baby pictures. <laughs> Sadly, I just uh, I think we're, see I think us we're at the beginning of the end. We're de-evolving yeah, like faster and faster. I think, I think I should we're start, at the beginning of the end. Maybe I should start collecting my retirement benefits, because by the time I'm eligible for them, they're all going to be gone anyway. I'm not a very religious person, but all this is in the Bible. And it, I think we're at the beginning of the end. Kind of seems like it. It really does, does. Really seem like, like it. the end of the Roman, the Roman Empire fell. This is what all yeah. the stuff that happened. Do you think part of this is that everybody wants to be a victim? Listen, oh, I think everybody I'm just wants victim. to do whatever they feel like yeah, doing. Yeah, I think everybody and the wants more, no accountability. And the more no outrageous they are, the better they like it. Yeah, well, that's no what happened in Rome. I mean, that is what happened in Rome. There was no accountability for anything. Yeah, there's no accountability. Especially in the city of Minneapolis, there's zero accountability. Oh, God. Did and you we see... were telling people from California oh, there's no accountability about... There. Minneapolis, and they were just like, "What is what?" Oh, yeah. They couldn't believe yeah, they couldn't the believe stuff oh, that goes it's on a, here. It's very hidden. There's much a secret. I don't know. It's Joe from Louisville just said it's the beginning of idiocracy. Oh, yeah. it's not the beginning; it's the end of it. Yeah, because it's going to just blow up. 
I don't know why people want to live that way, but that's, that is what I've noticed more than anything is everybody wants to be the victim and I'm a victim and you did it to me. Why do people want to be a victim? What does that sound like when, when people act like that? It sounds like a child. Yes, it sounds it like does. a four-year-old right. child. Everybody is, everybody is just acting nobody's like a little anymore. tiny child. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Because responsibility, if you don't have personal responsibility, you never really grow up. I tell you, that's why I really like where I live right now. Being on that property, I can just shut the whole world out of my life. Just shut the gate, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we raised two children nothing, there, man. man. It is really peaceful. It, it is, is peaceful. Well, that's peaceful. why our kids were, were raised there until and they I'll were 16 you, and 18 years old. You forget all the crap going on in the rest of the yes, world. Yes, you do. That's wonderful. Yep, just go out and pet your little lamb and brush yeah, a horse. <laughs> Listen to Dean Martin love songs. Exactly. I love it, Dean Martin. So will we get through this? I don't know if we will or not, because it seems to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger. This whole child sex trafficking thing is getting huge. People don't people don't understand how big it is. No, they don't. It's bigger they don't. than they think. I mean, if I saw it on the streets of Minneapolis, me and Nancy both watched it, of a truck full of what kids. What do you mean that you called the cops and they didn't care? They didn't care. They, they took over two hours to come. I sent then I then I messaged Chief Rondo because I'm personal friends with Chief Rondo and I sent him the picture of the license plate and the kids jumping out of the van of the truck. Yeah, and they ran. I mean, they ran like like the wind, man. And I didn't have video of the guy screaming at the truck, telling him to shut the hell up, and he was screaming. Yeah, and but I did have the license plate. It was a Texas plate, so that guy probably brought. People from South yeah. America up through Texas because people don't realize you can jump on the freeway from Texas and be right to downtown Minneapolis in one straight road. Oh yeah, thirty-five. And, and once you clear Texas, yep. you're home free. Yep. Ain't nobody pulling you over once you clear Texas. Yeah. It's home free once you clear the state of Texas. Texas stops people on that freeway for that reason. It's a drug mule freeway. Yeah, it makes sense. But once you clear Texas. Ain't nobody stopping you. are home well, free. And like, I said, I, like I said, I can't believe, I think it's two times in his presidency, I have to agree with Donald Trump. He was the one that was calling out about all of his sex trafficking at the border. Yes. And but, he was shut down. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and, and Women's the, groups especially. Late, I don't understand this. There was a woman this. cop. I think she's actually now pretty high up, like maybe second in command. And for some reason, I'm blanking on her name. I knew her very well. She was pushing this 10 years ago in Minneapolis, and she got shut down. Jesus. They shut her out. They were like, oh, stop talking about that. So are they coming in through 35. Lake Superior? Or are they coming no, in No, no, they're all coming from the south. They're all coming from the south. And this latest bus that just happened last week, they were all girls from Chicago. <sighs> They were all from Chicago. Like, literally, I think eight out of ten of them were from Chicago. So what do they tell them that keeps them there? They, they must tell them that there's this great, well, glorious acting well, career. Well, they're going to kill them. This, la- this latest, this latest bust in Minneapolis, they, they build it as a sex trading, sex trade thing. I mean, sex trafficking. Yeah. But it was more sex trade. Yeah. It wasn't really trafficking because none of the girls were, they were all of age. And it was... More of a sex tr- trade. They were all prostitutes. Well, one, one thing they do is, especially when they get these young girls, I've, I've watched quite a few documentaries on it, uh, they isolate the 
the girls oh, yeah, from their family. And yeah. That's like the first and foremost thing that they do. They, you know, oh, you're so beautiful. Come live with me. I'll and they're take relentless. care of you. They're relentless. Yeah, and they, they never stop. They, it's a form of abuse, yeah. uh, uh, mental, mental yeah. abuse. Yeah. Brainwash. And them. then they ice, you know, isolate these girls, and then to keep them, and then as they start progressing them into a sex trade, whether it's prostitution or, you know, being, you know, matched with a certain couple guys or however they work it they drug these girls oh yeah i've seen that in the in the porn industry in los angeles yeah i actually had a friend who worked for a porn company i won't say the name of it and he brought me to a couple sets and they drug those girls man Mm -hmm. and it is the ugliest thing i've ever seen in my life and they they buy and sell those girls yeah they they pump heroin into them to keep them kind of lethargic and just kind of yep they do you know and they sell them even the porn industry sells girls. Honey, I better stop telling you how much uh, how beautiful I think you are. <laughs> Honest to God. Why? I'm not. Well, you're talking about that's what the, that's their big trick. No. I don't think that. They, they find, I don't they, think they've be able to handle me. They wouldn't be able to handle me. They'd have to shoot me. They find, <laughs> they find people that are kind of damaged already. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that's true. Yeah, that that's a big part of it. Uh, a lot of daddy didn't love me. Yeah, and drug, drug, people yeah. that are already on drugs. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I, I just don't understand that the big thrill, I'm going to have sex with a 14-year-old. I don't even understand, the, I don't even understand the whole porn industry. No, I, don't I don't get either. it. I know. To me, I don't get it. I just don't get I know. it. I remember when Friends, remember that show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were always talking about porn, and Joey was always watching porn, and they were just like, it was like, just, oh, porn, 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 all the time. And I remember back then, that was pretty... Out of the box, people didn't talk about it like it that. Was risque, yeah. But well, now, they were now to be it's on just the like internet wave. That's when the internet first came out, ninety two, ninety three. Worst yeah. thing that ever happened to the world, digital. I agree. The worst thing that ever happened. To I the agree, hundred percent. They have control over all of us now. It's unbelievable. Oh. Uh, yes, yeah, yesterday, me and Nancy were talking about something, and an ad popped up on my phone, and within two minutes. I know, it's unbelievable. They are minutes. listening always. And I wasn't even, my phone Stop wasn't even on. Stop listening to me. <laughs> exactly. That'll work. <laughs> That'll work like a charm. I, I don't know. It's really depressing, but it's, somebody's got to talk about it, and that's the whole deal. It and it was something so obscure about. that no way that ad would come up. But we had this conversation with, you know, every anybody under, like, 35, they're like, who cares if someone listens to me? I don't care. What am I saying? What? I don't care if they advertise to me. Tevin said it. You said oh, it. Yeah. You I don't care. Love it. They don't How care. is that legal? I don't legal, love it, though. but I don't. I'm like whatever. Some millennials actually love it. They're they're all for it. I don't get it. I, you know, I I don't understand why people. Well, I mean, there already is a big problem, personality problem, in the fact that the people rely so much on their phones and digital now that they really don't want much human contact. Just oh yeah, go downtown, man. We don't yeah. know how to Nobody human talk. They got yeah, those big headphones true, yeah. on. They yeah. wouldn't make eye contact. They're just like this. And it's that's just, true. It's craziness. We will take a break and be back with hour two with the family.